0: How are we doing today? Good. good, good. Well, my name is Zach Wheeler. I, uh, this thing's falling off my head, as you guys probably noticed. I had quick little transition back there from drums out here, so I'd take in ears out, get this on. You made it look natural. Made it look natural. Yes, that was the goal. Kind of like uh, Clark Kent turning into Superman. Yeah. All right, so I think this is good. If it falls off, we'll just adjust it, just kind of embrace the awkwardness while I'm up here. So welcome. If you're new here, my name is Zach Wheeler. I'm one of the pastors. I want to welcome you, thank you for joining us this morning. Um, I'd love to meet you if this is your first time. Uh, If you're tuning in from home um, on our live stream, I want to welcome you as well and say thank you for joining us this morning. So this morning is going to look a little bit different. Um, As we've been talking about over the past few weeks today is our community group sign up Sunday. And so what we want to do today is take time to actually act upon the word that we've been hearing over the past few weeks. You know, our our normal liturgy or rhythm of Sunday mornings is to come in, sing and worship the Lord and then uh, hear the preaching of the word. But uh, it's important every now and then, it's vitally important to act upon the word that we hear, to actually put it into practice. So over the past few weeks, we've been in a series on community and the importance of community in the life of the believer, the importance of um, gathering together and meeting together. Uh, We see from the very beginning, from the very first pages of Scripture, All throughout and then to the end, we see this idea of community and believers doing life together. We see God create Adam and place him in a garden. And all throughout the creation narrative, we hear this. You know, he creates the sun, the moon, the stars, the galaxies, and he declares it's good. He creates uh, the earth and the water and everything in it. He says it's good. He creates man. He says it's good. And then we hear this. Um, alarming phrase when he looks at man. He says, it's not good. It's not good. What is not good? Genesis 2.18, he says, the Lord God said, it's not good that man should be alone. I will make a helper fit for him. So God creates the first family. He creates the first community. And we see this throughout the Old Testament. Uh, Jesus, in the New Testament, he uh, likewise upholds this idea of of community and life together. And um, Ernie talked about this last week. We see him sitting in a room, giving a teaching to people, and these people run up and they say, Jesus, your mother and your brothers are outside, and they want to come in. And he has this amazing moment that we can just glance over. But in Mark 3, 34, he says, in looking about At those who sat around him, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers. Whoever does the will of God, he is my brother and sister and mother. So Jesus radically redefines family in this moment, which in that time, family was everything. It was your socioeconomic status. It was your identity. And he says, I'm redefining family in this moment. No longer will family Be bound by the blood that's in your vein. It'll be by my blood that will flow for you and forgive you. And all those who put belief in this and all those who obey my commands, that is my family. That's your family now. And then throughout the uh, letters of the New Testament, the apostolic fathers, the apostles are saying you are to do life together now your family are those that believe in Jesus, right? And so we see again and again the need for the life, for life together, for community together in the life of the believer at Sojourn. Our main goal, our vision, everything we do is, uh, is driven by our vision. And our vision is to see lives transformed by the gospel, And the gospel impacts our hearts in a number of ways, through reading the word, through worship, through giving, through fasting. But one of the primary ways that we see our lives transformed is by doing life with other believers, is by actually sitting down and opening up our hearts, walking in vulnerability and allowing the spirit to minister to us another, and allowing the Spirit to minister to others through us. And so we believe that one of the primary ways that we are transformed by the gospel is through community. So today, like I said, it's going to look a little different. We're going to have uh, different community group leaders come up and share. And then, as you can probably notice, I just want to address the elephant in the room: we're missing some people. We've had we have people at home who. Um, have tested positive for COVID or have COVID like symptoms. And so some of those were our leaders. We asked them to just, hey, why don't you send in a, a video? Um, we sent out an email. You know, most of our, our, our staff and our people, um, if you were exposed, then we reached out to you. And so I want to let everyone know this morning um, if you didn't hear from us, you're safe, right? We just, we just asked, our protocol is, hey, if you have symptoms, stay home. Um, so I want to address the elephant in the room. I know we're in the middle of a spike, right? We're in the middle of a surge. And so it could be like, why are they, why are they moving forward with this? Why are they moving forward with community groups? And uh, as we moved out of COVID and quarantine last year, um, as we moved out of isolation, one of the first things that we did was we... Uh, met in small groups. We had these things called watch parties, and we had people meet in homes, and they would watch uh, our online gathering, and then they would spend time talking about it, and how does it apply to our life? And so we're not moving forward with this because it's like, hey, we've been working on this, and we want to just push forward. We don't know what the next few weeks will hold. Uh, We are in constant communication with our advisory team, Um, but We want to have these laid out. And, um, you know, if we need to, we can transition to watch parties. And so we're going to move forward with these. um, And I encourage you guys that as you hear leaders, our leaders share this morning, we can kind of over-spiritualize these moments, right? We can kind of go, oh, I want to go home. I want to pray about who I should sign up for um, or, you know, just take some time. And then in the, the busyness of life, We can just lose that moment. And so I want to encourage you all today that as these leaders are sharing, trust that the Lord will speak to you. Trust that the Holy Spirit will nudge you. There'll be something in your heart. And whether it's in person or on the screen, as they share, if you feel something towards those leaders, towards that group, towards that topic or study or whatever it may be, uh, just write their name down. And I'll, I'll give instructions at the end once we hear from all the leaders uh, about how you can actually contact them and sign up for their group. So we're going to transition right now. I'm going to welcome Mike and Cherry to come on up. And uh, yeah, let's give them a round, a round of applause. So, Mike and Cherry have been such a blessing and honestly, an answer. To prayer for me as we were looking at um, really emphasizing community groups in our church. I looked at it, and I was like, I need, I just need someone that can come alongside of me and run with this. And so I started praying to that end, and we were just talking one day, hey, what are you guys passionate about? You know, these two serve in so many areas throughout serving, or throughout sojourn, and they made it clear that We are passionate about community groups. We love community groups. So we're running together with this thing. Over the next six months, I mean, my dream is to just, hey, hand this off to y'all. And I've already told them that. I'm not surprising them in this moment. Um, And so we have a plan towards that end. And then I will meet and we'll run together. But really just, I love their heart. I love their vision. They're not just passionate. They're gifted about it. And so I wanted to give them time to share this morning about their heart for community group but then also they'll be leading a group. And so they're gonna share with us about that. Take it away. Oh, you guys probably need a microphone. Here you go.
1: Good morning. Um, I want to echo first what Zach has said um, about um, the church's desire for community follows God's desire for community. And so it's not something that I feel like congregations do because it just sounds like a cool thing to hold for its members and another event and another activity. It truly was designed by God, and we truly were meant to be in community with each other. The early churches, that is how they met. Um, They didn't have buildings. They met in each other's homes, and they were in community together. And we've walked away from that. And one of the biggest things Mike and I believe in is that so many people come to church and do not get their needs met because they're looking for the church as a whole to meet their needs, which will never happen. Because until you really get to know someone, become in relationship with someone, no one's going to know your needs. And at the same time, no one's going to know your gifting. And as you become in community with one another, you're going to find out the needs of your brothers and sisters. They're going to find... Excuse me, find out your needs, as well as what gifts that you have and how you can best serve. And so you're going to grow as a Christian because you're given that one on one opportunity to do so. If you're someone that's always gone to church and just showed up and sat in the pew, you will walk away from church not being fulfilled because there was no one there that fulfilled you and no one that you fulfilled. And you often walk in, walking away, and then saying, No one reached out to me. I don't feel connected. But you didn't put anything into that relationship either. And that's what community groups do. And that's why we're passionate about them. Mike and I both have been extremely fortunate to be a part of community groups, that this was their focus. And you may have been a part of a group that really just became social hour. And you may disagree with everything I'm saying because you haven't experienced it. And that's why we're also so willing to walk along with Zach because We want to support our leaders. We wanna make sure our groups stay consistent in what those goals are and how they plan on meeting the needs of the members of their group. And so we're going to be here to help meet the needs of our leaders, and the leaders are going to be there to help meet your needs um, once you choose a group. Um, We decided to be leaders ourselves and not just constantly members of a great group um, because both of us, fortunately, have the gift of hospitality, and have a love for people. And so it makes it really easy to work with Mike um, in this because our desires are st- so strong and we've seen the effects in our own lives. During walks in our lives when we've been troubled and stressed, um, we were in groups at the time that s- helped stand us up and get us on our feet and keep us focused on God um, and keep our outlook the way it should be instead of through the eyes of the world. So we could have been on very different paths if we had surrounded ourselves with people that gave us worldly advice instead of godly advice. And we think that's part of the reason we are where we are today. And and we credit that to the people in our community group. So we are extremely excited um, to be leaders and to also be able to work with Zach in this capacity. And now, my dear husband. Mm
0: -hmm. All right. (laughs) All right.
1: (laughs)
2: Uh, Let us pray, because I don't have much to add to that. Um, The one thing I guess I do want to add, I want to emphasize that our experience with group, I'm going to add that it was more than stressful and troubled times. Um, We've had times in our lives where we just couldn't do do it on our own. And our groups um, saved our lives, like propped us up in a Mm -hmm. time when we absolutely needed it. And that's what we want. That's what we wish, um, Well, we don't want. Trouble times for you, but we do want community. We have a a heart for the community. Um, I think one of the things that I'm personally most excited about is every single group we've been in, God has shown up in the most amazing ways. Like from day one, when we just start sharing our stories and learn that this one has a um, similar experience as that one, and we knew nothing about this from that person, and that, and like it was just clear that God dropped people in the groups. Intentionally, And he's working right now. He already knows. And I appreciate what Zach said. Like, don't overthink it. He's working in your heart right now. He's working in this ministry right now. And we're going to end up in groups where we belong. And yeah, it's going to get messy, but that's all right. Life's going to get messy anyway. Might as well do messy life together is the way we look at it. So um, there's that. And then for, I guess, our group specifically, um, I guess we got to pitch our group a little bit, right? Is that kind of, kind of sure, our job? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so, go for it. So for our group specifically. Go for it. We are most excited about um, a couple of different things. One is creating and having a mix of seasons of life in our group. So right now we've got a few couples in the group and we've got young family, we've got uh, family with middle schoolers and high schools, and then we've got a couple of empty nesters with recently, um, (laughs) young families I guess, recently on their own, recently grown, let's call them recently grown kids. we're looking for uh, more diversity. We'd love to have uh, some single folks in the group, some recently single folks in the group, some seniors um, with a whole, bring a whole lot of experience. Just basically every single, you know, a whole mix. Mix on seasons of life as well as where we are in our walk with the Lord. So we've got folks who have been walking for years. We've got folks that are, you know, just got on the path. And that's cool. We want a little bit of everything. In fact, we go as far as saying, if you got skept- if you're skeptical, have questions bring them we might not have answers but we'll probably have good snacks so you'll enjoy our,
0: our nice so
2: that's about that's pretty much it I think oh and thank you this is why she does. she's here I have notes they don't matter um so we're gonna um, meet on Tuesday nights uh 7 seven thirty. will be our our plan um and that's about it that's
0: about it thank you all all right Word from our sponsors, uh, Clorox Disinfecting Wipes. Um, We're staying safe up here, guys. I'm going to wipe this down and have MK come on up. It's a little slippery, so be careful. But it is disinfected, so.
3: Hi, I'm Mary Catherine, um, and I'm going to be leading a women's Bible study community group. And we will be meeting on Tuesday mornings at 9.45 here at the church, um, 9.45 to around 11.45. Um, and if you have to show up a little bit late because you're dropping kids off at school, or if you have to leave a little bit early to pick them up, that is totally fine. But picked that time because I thought that would work for around most school schedules. Um, but we, my mask is in the way, um, are going to be studying First Samuel. I mean, I am super excited about this. I am... Already several weeks in, um, and it's been just really encouraging. Um, But what I want for us is for us to study the Word of God together. Um, And there's so much benefit that comes from doing this together with people, Um, even just in an accountability sense, but also in the Lord speaks to us in different ways. Um, And we when we read The Word of God and we study the Word of God together, um, it just, it's a powerful thing. Um, And I want that to change us, um, and I want that to help us to love God more. Hmm. Um, And if this book looks intimidating to you, please don't feel intimidated. Um, This is a lot, but I do have plans for those of us who feel like we might not be able to commit to doing this in 10 weeks. So Um, We will be here, like I said, Tuesdays, 9.45, and we will be meeting um, almost every Tuesday between now and Thanksgiving.
0: Wonderful. Woo, MK. All right. Non-lead pastor Ernie Wagner and Bonnie Wagner. Why don't y'all come on up? We have two Ernie Wagners in our... Midst, and so we have non lead pastor and lead pastor.
4: No, my name is Ern. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right.
0: That's right. My bad. My
4: bad. We're really excited to be here. We've been involved in community groups for twenty plus years, and it has really enriched our lives. Um, community groups are awesome, and you know, for a church community, for you to be involved, you got you have to have relationships. And what better way to have relationships than through a community group? Our community group comes together. We pray for one another. We support one another. We do everything together. Uh, when needs are, uh, are needed, we gather together um, and we make it happen. Um, through the pandemic, we decided to meet through Zoom and we met every week for months and months and months at a time. And finally, when things loosened up, we started meeting in driveways, and we would be six feet apart. And the whole group came together because we need relationship. Um, We all do. So we're excited this year. Uh, In the past, we've gone through Judges. We've dissected the 23rd Psalm, and we did the New City Catechisms this past year. We're still... Working on exactly what we're going to do, but it'll be great. <laughs> and we're going to start Tuesday after Labor Day, so. seven at seven o'clock. And Knock we home. meet weekly. Mm-hmm. You want to add? No. Oh, come on, Bonnie. The you smile say was something. enough. The <laughs> smile was enough. And we love hospitality. So. <laughs> yes,
0: yes, okay. okay. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you all. <laughs> this microphone's wet. Your hands a little sweaty, Ernie. Okay, so now we're going to take a look at uh, some videos from our leaders at home.
5: First Samuel, which is what uh, the women are going to be doing as well, it will be a study, but it's going to be much. interested, i invite you to participate. Uh, we'll meet most Thursdays at 6.30 in the morning in the church. Uh, if you need only by 7.40,
0: So there we go, varying uh, levels of creativity in the videos. I love that. Um, So yeah, just just a few practical points for us. Those are all of our groups. I know it was a lot of information, especially uh, Nathan and Brittany at the end. So I encourage you to watch that in slow motion, so you actually know what you're signing up for. Um, But our groups. We'll meet at least three times a month, um, and we have five distinctives with with our group. They all have varying expressions, like we heard. We have a women's Bible study. We have a men's Bible study, uh, but they all center around these five distinctives, and the first is fostering relationships. We believe relationship is so important in that it takes time, that relationships don't happen on the fly, but they take uh, intentionality, and so... Rather than just rushing into studies and topics, we're going to have a few weeks where you have the chance to tell your story. And we want to lead with vulnerability and and recognize and and hear who you are and and what made you, who made you, all the things that made you who you are today, right? And we want to make time for meals, games together, that kind of stuff. Uh, The second thing is committing to each other. So everyone in the group will have a part to play. It won't be a... um, You know, you just kind of show up, like Cherry was saying, you just show up and and just what can I get from the group? But there'll be roles that everybody plays from uh, hosting to prayer leader to organizing a social event to a serve event. And uh, so everybody will have something that they bring. Um, The third thing is growing together. We recognize that growth takes work and relationships take work and they take intentionality. Uh, We'll never grow deep. By just waiting around and and hoping, we want to dive in and, like I said, share our stories and and be vulnerable with each other. The fourth is loving our neighbor. We want to we want to recognize and remember that as a family of God, as a community of God, we weren't saved to just create a, a country club or social club atmosphere. We were saved to be on mission to see other lives transformed by the gospel and to preach that gospel and and to you and to be the hands and the feet of Jesus. And the fifth thing is we want to develop leaders. We want to help others grow in their gifts and be courageous in discipling new leaders. So how you can sign up is we've created a page um, on our church center app. And so if you get Sojourn's weekly emails, if you're on our email list, there will be an email in your inbox right now with a link. You click that link, and it'll take you to this page. Um, and on this page, you can Can navigate through the different groups, read different descriptions, when they meet, um, the frequency in which they meet, and then you click on them and you'll see a little button that says uh, Ask to Join. And you click that, fire off an email, and in the next week, uh, we will be, next week or two, we'll be in touch with uh, you about the group um, that you reached out to. Uh, If you don't receive our emails, you can go to SojournOnline.org slash community groups. And there will be a link there for you that will take you right to that page that we just saw up there. So easy to do. I encourage you, once again, if something moved in you uh, while our leaders were sharing, go ahead and do that today. You don't have to wait. Um, We want to encourage you to do that. Uh, Finally, I want to let everyone know that um, we will make room for everyone to be in a group. We have... A plan. If if all our groups hit capacity, um, we'll make room for everyone to be in a group, but we want to care for everyone well. And so you may reach out to a group and you may receive an email that says, hey, would you mind moving to another group? Um, And that's the only reason we want to do that is so that we can care for everyone well and so that we can actually hit these distinctives. So that's all I have for us this morning. Again, I know it was a little different. I know there was a lot of information, a lot of different stuff. Um, go to that page and just, you know, wade through it. And, and I encourage you, we need each other. We need to do life together. And so I want to wel- uh, not welcome, because they're already here, I want to ask Katie and Trevor to come up, and we're going to transition to uh, a time of communion. And um, during this time, I recognize that, you know, church isn't perfect, that community's not perfect. Church or a group of redeemed sinners that have come together. And maybe you've been wounded in the past. Maybe you've written off community, or maybe you have embraced the American and Western mentality of independence, right? Maybe you've been burned, and you said, you know what? I'm just going to do life on my own. Um, I'm going to ignore the call to live life in community. I'm going to Ignore the call to live um, dependent on one another, and if that's you, I want us to just take time this morning to repent of that. And I want us to, to remember the um, the call to do life together and to do community. And it won't be perfect. I want to set that expectation. It won't be perfect. We're not perfect. Um, no church is. In fact, we have the New Testament because the early church was jacked up and wrestling through how do we love each other and how do we love each other well. And so the apostolic fathers wrote letters to them um, instructing them in how to live together and reminding them of who Jesus was in light of that. So let's take a moment and just reflect on where we are. Repent if we need to. And recognize Jesus broke his body, that he spilled his blood to create a new community. So let's take some time to reflect and then I'll pray.